This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, we're with you on a Tuesday. It's Futures Day here on the show. And uh, we're joined now by Christian Cipollini, lead trader from BetMGM on the GetMyPhoenix.com. Guest line, the Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com. To learn more, Christian, we appreciate you joining the show. We'll jump around uh, with pro college stuff. But one thing we were wondering, and it was talked about on the show yesterday, brought up again today, Alabama, the college football playoff. There's still a pretty big number out there in Alabama to win the national title. Of course, it's going to take some steps here. They have to make the playoff and then obviously win a couple games when they get there. But they were pronounced dead, basically, a couple weeks ago when they lost their second game. Do you see the path as things are shaking out for them to make the playoff as we are now? Yeah, after after last week's craziness, uh, we had them off the board, and as as uh, that Ohio State Michigan game was going, and Clemson started losing, we were going, "Hold on, wait a second here." Alabama's suddenly back in this. You know, there, there's a road mm-hmm. for them now, and how to add them back into the futures, and even that they started kind of climbing down and down from there. But yeah, if TCU and USC lose this week, uh, there there's definitely a road there. Uh, you know, it, it'll depend, I guess, on the outcome of the games and how things go from there. But there's definitely a road for them. It'll be complete chaos if those two lose because then you have Ohio State, TCU, USC, and Alabama all basically up to the committee and who they decide gets in. Uh, Christopher, people considering a, a bet on a team like Alabama or Ohio State, uh, the results of tonight, will they matter? We saw in the AP poll the order was Ohio State first, Alabama next I think there were six on the outside looking in but well what the committee does tonight with five and six like what if they say that Alabama's ahead of Ohio State in in the betting markets could you see all of a sudden that Alabama number shorten or does it just not matter um, because it's going to change in a week anyways I I think that definitely would because then that's telling us if a TCU and USC lose, then that means they got Alabama likely going in over Ohio First. State at that point. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. that number, you know, I think we're about 40 to one right now. That would drop down pretty significantly because uh, TCU and USC are, you know, while they're okay favorites, you know, there's definitely potential for, the, you know, one or both of them to lose. What is your assessment of this K-State TCU game? Because it is hard to beat the same team twice in a season. And I think TCU got some breaks in that last matchup. And if things don't bounce their way the second time around, it could be troubling for this Horned Frogs team. Yeah, I mean, we have them at uh, TCU minus two and a half. So with that on a neutral field, you know, they got a slight edge there. But but that's a toss-up game. You know, anything can kind of happen there. And as you said, it is hard to beat a team twice. So. 
Christian, is the Heisman Trophy race over? Is is this now belong to Caleb Williams after what happened with USC on Saturday night? What's the, what's the outlook on the Heisman? And in terms of you still have bets coming in on that, like how much into the season do you start to see crystallizing in terms of where the bets are coming from for the Heisman, or does it happen right up to the end? Yeah, they still come in right into the end. We actually, uh, just before I was talking to you guys, uh, I was taking a couple bets on Stetson Bennett, um, you know, just kind of those long shot odds. Uh, I personally think it's pretty much over at this point, uh, barring a Caleb Williams complete clunker, which hasn't hasn't really seemed like that's going to happen. It would He'd have to have a really big clunker to get someone else back in this. So, Yeah. So I it, would say – It feels like it's done. Yeah. That was quick. Like all of a sudden, just and that was just because of the Ohio State result, right? Like then it's completely flipped. They take care of Notre Dame in prime time, and then Caleb Williams is your winner. We were talking in our trading room a few weeks back uh, when Caleb Williams was mm-hmm. still at like plus eight hundred, plus plus nine hundred. That you know he was kind of more in this discussion than he probably was getting credit for. Uh, you know, in the market. I mean, his numbers all season have been crazy. He's had these kind of wild you know, magician type plays all throughout the season. And uh, what really helped obviously was CJ Stroud, just, you know, that mess of a game and uh, just propelled Caleb right in there. Two big wins back to back for him really helped as well. Kind of uh, in a prime time spotlight there. What's the reaction like in the trade room when our guy mattress Matt comes in with a big bet, like he did on, on Houston or even some of his past bets. What's that like for you guys? Or it, I, I'm just so curious. Take us behind the scenes. It, it has its pros and cons. Um, you know, for, for us, when he came through on the Astros bet, suddenly it, it made our job a lot easier on the futures market because now we just have one team to fade. We just, you know, don't want the Astros at that point. And it's kind of helped with college basketball too. With he, You know, he has placed a $500,000 bet with us as well. Uh, all we got to do kind of is fade Houston. So it does make our futures market easier. But then uh, when the Astros start getting to the World Series, we're sweating pretty hard at that point. So it has its pros and cons. I'm fading Christian, Houston. you mentioned – yeah, you mentioned your conversations, the, the trading room. Can, for our audience, I think people will be interested in this. Take us into what, what that chat is like. Do you, do you guys have conversations as bets come in, or do you guys try to view what just happened, what is about to happen, and, and kind of work on moving the odds the right way? Or do you react more off of the bets are coming in, this is the liability you guys have? Now, take us kind of inside that trading room and, and what, what those conversations are like. Yeah. So, I mean, it, there's a lot of factors going on, you know, we have TVs everywhere, you know, we have all the bets coming through and, and that's the main thing that we'll use as our, as our gauge is those bets coming through from, you know, players that we've recognized in the past is as sharp, you know, and really on top of their, their bets. So even on those, uh, that one we were talking about with Alabama, we're going, Hold, wait, wait, we need to get them back in here. Once we put them in, suddenly we were already taking bets. I think we had a minute 50 to one, we had to start moving them down. So we do, uh, do definitely take, tape that sharp action into play and, and just kind of all the factors that we're reading into, you know, what's this going to look like next week? You know, how's this landscape, you know, shaping up? Christian. So you, you mentioned like now you've got months to, uh, to set it up where you're not going to get killed on Houston, but that's tough to do when, when so much money is in play. And for those not keeping up, keeping up with it, uh, Houston is your favorite right now for uh, college basketball. Um, anything else of note, early on I, before you get into conference play is, is there must ad- much adjusting in the futures odds uh, any but any risers or droppers or 
hey, is there any any respected money coming in on any of these teams where you've you've been forced to shorten some numbers? Yeah, UConn, Virginia, and Maryland have been three of our biggest uh, movers so far this season. Some some do off the sharp action, you know. Some just off off their play so far this season. Um, you know, typically mm-hmm. when we don't have a, a you know five hundred thousand dollar bet on the favorite coming through, those are the spots that can really uh, trip us up in the trading room. Is these teams that are kind of longer uh, longer favorites that in early in the season, or sorry, longer dogs earlier in the season, and then they start shooting up the board. And when people get them at you know forty to fifty to one, uh, our liability starts creeping up early. So, wow. You know, it, it just got me thinking, uh, Virginia, Maryland, my neck of the woods, and we just saw um, mobile app betting in Maryland become legal. Do you think a part of that rise is due to that and people are just homers betting, you know, Maryland there? Uh, it, it actually does uh, play into that a bit. Uh, one, we've noticed in the past, once we do go into a new state, we take a lot of action on those teams, uh, especially pretty early on, because it's just, you know, people in that state are excited to, you know, finally be able to place a bet in. I'll say early on in college football, we uh, opened in Kansas uh, the first week of the college football season, and we had Kansas and Kansas State money coming all throughout that first couple months. And, you know, Kansas started out really hot, and we were, you know, we were going, uh oh, if we, uh, we getting ourselves into some trouble here, but of course they fell off. So, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Chris, I think every time we've had a, a trade around for BetMGM, we've talked about the NFL MVP race. And right now at BetMGM, we have Patrick Mahomes minus 140, Jalen Hurts plus 325, two of five to one. And then it drops down to Allen 10 to one, Burrow 18 to one. We were talking through it a few minutes ago, you know, I think we'd all agree Patrick Holmes is the best player of the guys at the top, right? He's a better player than Hurts and Tua. But statistically, other than yards, he's not overwhelming those guys this year, you know, in terms of completion percentage, passer rating, QBR. Give us the perspective on on Mahomes at at minus money right now, considering the numbers aren't overwhelming over the other two guys, nor are the records, right? He's one game up on Tua, and Jalen Hurts' team has a better record. Yeah, I was going to say the the record it actually usually ends up playing a pretty big factor. We had we had two actually at, at forty to one a few weeks back, and I remember thinking, well, hold on, if they can get back into this division race, you know, suddenly with his numbers, he he's going to be you know thrown right in there, and he dropped from that week down to forty to one uh, all the way down to seven to one. So that that kind of does play a factor in, and it's also kind of a historical basis that we we know that. Patrick Mahomes is going to put up good numbers week after week after week. So as long as they continue this, you know, winning at this rate, he's going to be the, you know, the favorite there. Um, but, you know, similar with Hertz, if, if Patrick Mahomes does start to lose games, then suddenly those numbers, 
that that window starts to shrink and it becomes a lot closer of a race. Uh, Christian, as opposed to the first, like let's say eight weeks, first half of the uh, the regular season, over the last month we haven't seen a lot of upsets, and especially the last couple of weeks, I now we're getting to some of these very high numbers. Teams are clearly tanking, and quarterback situation is part of it. Are, are you guys finding yourself in the trading room as you're working on these NFL numbers throughout the week, getting more aggressive? We saw Seattle get out to an eight-point favorite just because uh, a lot of these big favorites, they're winning. So if people want to line up those money line parlays, those are hitting at a pretty high clip right now, and it, and it feels like we're getting more blowouts too. Yeah, the, the teams at the top are the ones that are actually kind of giving us more trouble than the others, uh, you know. In, once you kind of shrink it down, uh, it does become a kind of more parody through that. But last week, the Dolphins game was a good example. You know, we, we couldn't write a bet uh, on the other side, and we were just taking Dolphins, Dolphins, Dolphins. No one wants to bet on the Texans. Um, so we'll, mm-hmm. we're going to see that kind of as a similar trend uh, going forward, especially the later we get into the year here. You know, people start – other teams start kind of looking at their younger players, and, and you know, the good teams want to make sure to to put a beat down on, on – lesser opponents so yeah it does cause us fits at times especially like you know we're just trying to put out a number and we just can't take money on the other side almost no matter what we put you know for one team great stuff christian we appreciate you hopping on christian cipollini lead trader for betmgm he was on the getmyphoenix.com guest line the phoenix a revolutionary technology helping men all across america get back to their best in the bedroom visit getmyphoenix.com to learn more coming up next Week 13 line movement across the NFL, and there's been a lot. Joe mentioned the Seahawks up to eight over the Rams. Aaron Donald Hurt. Line movement across the games with injuries, including the running back who led the NFL in yards last week, could be out this week in a divisional matchup. We'll get to all that coming up. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks, it's BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.